1: I didn't come here for comfort, I didn't stay here for pleasure, I didn't start this church because I thought it would be a good idea. And I say this because it's a a strongly held conviction in my heart that you and I have an obligation to the one who was crucified to set us free, to be obedient to Him, to go where He sends us, to do what He tells us, and to be there for the benefit of those around us, not for ourselves.
0: We live in a world that encourages us to do everything we want to do. Chase your dreams. Do what makes you happy. But Pastor Robert reminds us today that when we're following God, we're not always doing what we want to do, but we're living out His calling for our life. And that's more important than any of our own desires. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, Chapter 16, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
2: His love is the main thing.
1: When I first started with Miami Beach Police Department as a volunteer, you know, as a chaplain volunteering with with the cops. I didn't see any faith at all. I'm not saying there was no faith. I'm saying I didn't see any faith at all. I did like an eight hour shift. Now the shifts are 10 hours, but I would do eight hours with an officer at least three times a month. I did that for two or three years. I'm riding along. I'm spending time there. I'm getting to know people. I didn't see any real faith. I saw people who believe there is a God, but they hadn't taken the step from that to embracing him and actually believing in him, trusting him, like I was talking about a minute ago. Some of you haven't taken that step either, which is proved by the fact that you're still completely in control of your finances and he really doesn't have any say at all. You don't consult him about it because that's, that's you. This, this over here is, that's your part, Jesus, but the checkbook, no, no, don't, don't go there. Well, then you're not yet trusting him. You're not yet believing in him. Not in that. Salvific way, you know, that the, the saving faith. No, because you're, you you've got things segregated in your in your mind and in your heart. But see, I, I began to see a change within the city, within the Miami Beach Police Department. I and, and as I looked at this, please stay with me. It's so important that you, that you follow my train of thought with this. As I prayed about this, God, over and over, I've asked Miami Beach Senior High School to let us do, you know, church. Let us rent the auditorium or the gym or something to be able to do a service there on Sunday morning or, and, and over and over they said no and we looked into doing a campus and years later they still said no and now they've invited Christ's journey to come and do a campus? Seriously? Yeah. It's a new thing. It's a new thing. God is beginning. There's a revival beginning in the city of Miami Beach. Do you understand what I'm saying? See, I know the pastor of Christ's Journey, Bill White, I consider to be a friend. He and I are gonna meet for lunch, hopefully this week. Because I told him, we listen, if you guys are gonna do a campus down at Beach High, we gotta talk, because we've been doing ministry at Beach High now for three or four years. They won't let us do church on Sunday morning, but one of our staff members is there every single Wednesday with their Bible clubs and their athletic teams and all of that. We gotta work together, because apparently, God intends to do such an outpouring in the city of Miami Beach that little Calvary Chapel Miami Beach is just not going to have the capacity to make disciples of all the people that are going to be coming to know Jesus. Wouldn't that be a great problem to have? Do you understand what I'm saying? And we can work together with these people because I know a lot of those people. One, one, and I call them my cops at the city of Miami Beach. But actually, two of them that I know of go to Christ's journey. They go to that church. I know there's, there's a love for the Lord. They just want to see people set free. They want to see people come to know the Lord and get discipled. It's exciting to think about that. Romans chapter five, verses 19 and 20, the Bible remind us, as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience, talking about Jesus, many will be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. Listen, I'm blown away by what I see God already doing. This is what struck me, you know, our attendance, is actually down by about 20-25%. And yet more people are coming to know Jesus here than ever before. More people are going through our discipleship programs than ever before. There's more excitement about what God is doing here than I've ever seen before. People come in you know, to whether it's like to speak a, a guest speaker or you know, whatever from the outside. And they always tell me the same thing. That is such a strong church. Yes, it is. It is. God is moving here. But we're just we're just one little group. We're just one little group. You you guys do realize Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach currently is the only. Now I could be wrong, there might be one small group down in south beach as far as i know we are the only english speaking congregation in the city of miami beach who actually believes and teaches the bible there are other english speaking churches that call themselves protestant churches but they they left the family a long time ago they're teaching something completely different they're no longer teaching the bible as you know the whole bible as the inspired inerrant word of god it's reliable and profitable, as, as it says it is, for teaching, reproof, for training in righteousness. They're teaching something else. So to have one more, you think that might be a good thing? I think it might be an awesome thing. I think God intends to do something incredible. And listen to me. Let me say this, too. For the record, if God leads some of you to leave here and go there to that church, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you just do it because you're more comfortable and you know, like I said a minute ago, you just kind of like what they do a little better than what we do, it's that kind of thing, well then shame on you, I'll pray for you. (laughs) The only reason I'm still here, I've been very candid about this over the years and, and I promise with this I'm gonna shut up. I've been very candid about it over the years. I hated Miami, I did not wanna be here. I did not come for the sunshine. We had sunshine in Georgia. I ain't all about the beach. I'd rather be in the mountains. You understand? I didn't come here for comfort. I didn't stay here for pleasure. I didn't start this church because I thought it would be a good idea. And I say this because it's a, it's a strongly held conviction in my heart that you and I have an obligation to the one who was crucified to set us free, to be obedient to him, to go where he sends us, to do what he tells us, and to be there for the benefit of those around us, not for ourselves. People talk about, I go there because I, I, you know, that's where, I, that's where I get fed. If you've been following Jesus for more than two years and you can't feed yourself, again, I'll pray for you, you got a problem. Do you understand? You and I need to own our responsibility to grow in Christ, to serve others, and to participate in the work of the Holy Spirit in our communities. I believe he's getting ready to do something radical in the city of Miami Beach. I didn't always believe that. But then I began to read about the revival in Scotland when entire towns, the bars, had to close because there were no laws about it. It's just nobody, they stopped getting drunk. There was not enough business. And so the bars shut down. It happened in areas of New York during these periods of revival, where all of a sudden it's just people weren't partying. Do you realize, think about what would happen if so many people got saved in the city of Miami Beach that Mangoes and Fat Tuesdays and Wet Willies and The Clevelander and Story and Cameo just had to, it's like, can't pay the rent, because nobody's coming. Hallelujah, wouldn't that be, I mean, really. But we don't believe it's possible. Neither did the people of Scotland. Neither did the people in New York. Neither did the people in Nineveh 4,000 years ago. But it happened. And if it happened then, God, who never changes and who has made us promises, I believe he's getting ready to do it here. I really do.
0: We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel,
1: But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button.
0: Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.